0: Because I can control the weather, they call me Storm. I've had
1: now! Welcome to This Week in Nerd News, your one stop shop for all the pop culture you may miss this week. Brought to you by the Black Nerd Problems
0: Broadcasting Network. I'm Heathweek Cleveland. I'm your host, Victoria Vertine. And surprise! I'm your host, Mikkel Snyder, and I bring more surprises!
1: I feel like at this point, like, you no longer surprised when you're on the show, too. But what surprises do we have, Mikael?
0: So so this is a very special episode of This Week in Nerd News because it's not This Week in Nerd News. It's This Week in our editors made a book and put it out into the world. And that book exists in tangible locations and, like, digital locations. And you can acquire this book. And we're here to talk about said book yeah so uh welcome to our first ever interview episode with will evans and omar holman what's up peoples hello
2: hello this is the most mild omar hello i've ever heard in my life <laughs> <laughs> he usually comes in with wwe intro and everything and that, now it's like first day of school want to make sure i don't get in trouble with the teacher hello
0: that's that's fine wait that's I, fine. I can fix that ready ready Oh my God! <laughs> <bodies. laughs> <laughs> so, as you can tell, we're gonna have a great time today. Okay, so I guess I guess we should start at the very beginning, as that is usually what we do in narrative sequences. Is that how how did all of us start? And like we know the origin story, we've heard this before. But for our listeners, new and old, where did Black nerd problems come from, and where did this book come from?
2: Black Nerd Problems came from Omar and I just being friends. We met, you know, through uh, doing poems, (laughs) weirdly enough. We met through doing poems. Uh, We met in National Poetry Slam in 2008. Um, We became friends. I clowned a stage name um he used to make fun of me working out and used to put things in my shirt sleeve to see how many things he could stuff up there before he <laughs> fell out it's a true story um
3: I didn't even know him that long and I was like
2: I'm just gonna start doing this I was like who is this okay just, Will, 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 you're working on your interpersonal skills you're just gonna go with it um I put my wallet in
3: there <laughs> it was a wallet. <laughs>
2: It was very ridiculous. So we we got to be friends over the the years, and we also happened to be big nerds, and so, you know, this is where a lot of our conversations would go, and I think we just kind of got to a point of watching a lot of media, well, a lot of the content that we liked being covered in a way that was not necessarily representative of us. And by us, I mean uh, marginalized folks, black folks. And so... I came to Omar with the idea like, hey, would this be crazy if we like put together a website where we kind of talked about these things and had our own opinions, our own voice. And uh, we we both were like, yeah, 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 that'd be cool. And then like I slept on it. I was like, actually, I, I feel like we could really do this and not just lip service. And that was back in, I mean, the idea was back in 2013 and we launched Black Nerd Problems in 2014 with nine folks total. Um, and it, as they say, the rest is history.
1: So, uh, next step after that, I'll say, how do we get all the way from founding Black Nerve Problems back in 2014 to now where we have a book titled Black Nerve Problems Essays?
3: I can do this one. See, Will is out here hitting the streets hard with that poetry, shit, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we like that. So, Simon Schuster was like, yo. We see you got this poetry, John, going on. What what, what else you got? And Will's like, yo, what else you want? And they're like, yo, what else you got? Like I said, what else you want? And they're like, yo, you got some, you got some like essays or some shit? And Will's like, yeah, I might have some essays or some shit. Went back to his agents, like, yo, Catherine, they want some essays or some I How about we hit with this nerd essays or some shit? How about that? And they're like, uh yeah let's do that she was like all right enough said i get the I, i'm in my spot right i'm in tsushima i get the call like yo omar we about you to, were do to you were not in tsushima you were not what year was you it you were not in tsushima this was is I, like was, was i in red dead redemption
2: this is like two years pre-sushima <laughs> <I>, in
3: my <laughs> head i was in tsushima but i was in i was in uh, blackwater in red dead redemption too my bad and Will was like yo we got the call yo money's up on the table you know what i'm saying and then I'm like, all right, next day, he comes over to my apartment. He drops a double bag full of books and shit, and I open it up. It's mad comic books in there. He's like, yo, we about to get this shit. Well, the actual thing that <laughs> happened was uh, they brought the idea to Will that um, <laughs> perhaps he could do a collection of, uh, of essays, and they basically, I think it was the captain that suggested it, Will?
2: Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, not to, for all the back and forth, basically, the idea was brought to me, and I thought it was crazy. I was like, Why? <laughs> why would we do that <laughs> like well not well why would we do that but i was like you know we we wrote a lot online and a lot of these things on not Noir problems what where does a book fit in there and uh, they were very bullish on it i would say like no this could be a really good idea and so i was like I, i'll talk to omar about it i guess <laughs> like i was really very <laughs> prepared to blow this off and uh, omar and i we kind of kept talking about it. it was like well you know Like, I guess we could do that and take some of our archive stuff, but we'd have to write a lot of new stuff. I don't want to just put together a book of things that we wrote two, three years ago. It's going to have to have a new spin on it and really just kind of talked ourselves into it. And, uh, that was, that was, that was it. I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. And that process was interesting and and long, but yeah, eventually they, they said they wanted the book and we pitched our vision of it and, and, and we went from there.
4: Can I just say that I very much appreciate that that answer had like the theater version and then like the director's commentary as well. <laughs> the, pa- the term paper version, <laughs> yeah.
2: Usually how it goes. Oh, <laughs> well, it's like.
1: I know, also, I like to also point out the fact that I found it hilarious that we do our best to knock us on this show and Omar just dropped sh- like seven oh, times. I was, I was, oh. I was
2: man the whole time, and so he, I've done this twice at least where we've been doing the interviews, and I'll ask the interviewer. I was like, hey, are we allowed to curse on here? And they'll be like, oh, yes, or oh, no. And, and like each time I'm like, that wasn't for me. Yeah. That was for yeah. Omar. I mean, hey,
1: you're the boss. If you say we can curse, we can curse.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, that's my responsibility. Because I have to ask. Because either Omar will just, will just go into full full curse mode. So that's that's on me. That's also, on me. I want to
4: point out that Keith so, is so hyper like, aware of this. Because usually it's Keith. So he's just happy as nine in this <laughs> guy. <laughs>
1: It's usually me. That's why I'm like, if y'all heard me talking first. Like, I curse every other word naturally. So, doing a whole podcast for half an hour when I cannot I curse is so hard.
2: I mean, there's that. And then there's Omar who said <laughs> 17 times in about 14 seconds. So, I mean, I say, you know, pace yourself. That's all I'm saying. But
0: see, but see, it makes for great comedy because our editor gets to take <laughs> uh, those out individually. And that just makes a lot more work for him. And we only feel a little bit bad. Sorry, Jordan.
4: We keep talking about, though, that maybe we should do This Week in Nerd News at night, like, you know, Nick at night. Like, so maybe this so is just many implications. episode. There's so many
2: implications this of that.
3: News. I will be on my talked behavior.
2: I'll be on my Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have we ever talked my about, point. like, I feel, I feel like we had a very, very brief years ago, like a and p at night kind of conversation, and then we all realized, like, the dark prophecy of that and just left it alone like there's too many too many avenues that can go down that we're just not prepared to face head on and we were just like scrap it let's forget we, was, ever, we <laughs> ever said that
0: what, was that during the black panther retreat or afterwards we were writing we were oh. watching a uh, devil oh God. baby was that was that the i mean funny story this?
2: i never made it to the second episode me either <laughs> same <And you've> <decided>. But, and uh, it shows up on all kinds of lists and there's so many people that are like, that was my favorite anime of the year. And I, and every time I'm like, yeah, I believe you. Like,
1: <laughs> you know, I didn't make it. I didn't make it. I got left behind. But yeah, I feel like the origin of BNP night might go even earlier when we had anime gas trending on Twitter for a good like half a day. That was the oh, journey. That was good stuff.
2: That was good stuff.
3: Because mm. Will talked about it often too, but like, it was the perfect, it was peak Twitter when uh, Obama mixtape covers and I think Black Nerd Dating tips was uh, trending the same day. Trending on the same day. day. Ah, (laughs) It was was brilliant.
2: It was weird because it was like, oh, my God, I have have so many – I have so much content, and I don't even know which one to go with Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I go with with this – I remember I was working. I was working at the hospital at the time and working in the ER, actually. And I'm, like, registering patients and, like – Doing doing my job as 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 quickly and efficiently as I can, so I can get back out in the hallway and get back on Twitter. Like that was that was a wild wild evening. We definitely come a long way for sure.
4: I hate to be I hate to be the one who brings in the tangents, which is also uh-huh. a weird position for me because <laughs> okay. usually I'm the one who starts the tangents. But to bring it back to the book, my question for you two is same question, but for each of you. What is your favorite essay that you contributed to the book?
2: You wanna start well? <laughs> no, Omar, you're gonna start. <laughs> 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 you proactively tried to defer, so I'm going you to. You always uh, do that. Omar, that. you go ahead and take I'm to bounce right it right back. I can go first. I can go first. I, go first. Uh, I think my favorite uh, I think the best writing that I did was probably the the piece about Chadwick Boseman and the Wakanda Salute and that was just my that was my, my, my tribute to Chadwick Boseman and what that moment meant for so many of us and just kind of talking about our language and how we communicate I think my favorite that I wrote was probably about the Spider-Verse because I think I got to blend humor and just talking mess and also like very substantive things that i really care about that are in that film that it does so well so i I think for me it's probably the uh, spider-verse uh
3: i am not sure which i i i am not really sure (laughs) um i think maybe the green lantern one uh saying green lantern's been tackling uh police accountability for a minute i think maybe that one is what i'm like because it was not out my wheelhouse but like something i got to like really like delve into of like Comparing police to like the uh, Green Lantern and comics and stuff like that, and like you know obviously dealing with like police brutality, accountability, you know, abolishment. And shit. I was just hoping I got like the language right. You know, what I mean, I was I was I'm very worried about that one, but I think because that's like that's something that I was like really really like. I was like, nah, I, I, it's something I really really wanted to write. I think I think that one might be my I I guess my my, my standout or favorite one. I guess I'm very passionate about the the first one, the uh, the uh, nerd as a spectrum. Because I'm like, look, my goal is to get Webster's Dictionary to redefine this word. I'm like, I want, I want this <laughs> to be a new definition. That is, that is my goal. I'm like, th- this right here. I'm like, I'm tired of this. It needs an update.
1: What archived essays that ran on BNP.com did you know you had to include in this book so people get thought the wide mass can get to it?
2: The ones that are included in the book. I mean, no. I mean, we, we start, we started. I mean, because we made like a master list, right? Yeah. And we were just like this and this and then and then things get cut whether whether it was fit whether it was you know how how much effort is it going to take to contextualize this in 2020 2021 kind of a thing if we wrote the essay you know four years ago or something Mm -hmm. um i think for me i knew i had to include the (laughs) best it keeps coming back there was no getting around that um and even i mean you know especially if you're a writer and that's had some volume to your writing then you know just like anyone else you, you kind of get sick of your stuff and and because Simba had gone kind of mini viral in the way it did um, and people that weren't even a fan like a, a everyday fan of BMP knew that essay I think of it this way I couldn't put the, the Game of Thrones recaps in the book mm-hmm. and so if I was going to put an essay in that people knew me for um, through BMP it was going to be the Simba essay
3: I think the black card one, because I, I think that one was, I thought it was, uh, when I wrote it, I'm like, oh, man, that's pretty unique. Uh, I don't know if it got that much traffic on the site. I don't think it did get that. I was like, and I was like, nah, redemption time. You're coming back, baby. Nah, I know this is good, damn it. <laughs> I was like, nah, y'all are going to do me like, I mean, you, we, all, we all have a piece where you write one and it's like, oh, guess this one's just for me, then <laughs> maybe they weren't feeling it, but I, I really liked that, and I thought, like, I haven't seen it broken down that way like it's making it more of a fun thing and like no one, I've never seen a talk of like how the black card actually works. So I was like, well, let me make a, let me make like a schematic of it then how I, how I envision it. So I I really liked, uh, I really liked that. So I thought that was pretty unique. So I really wanted that one in there. Can
2: can I also say (laughs) on terms of this subject, there was, I went to Omar early and I was like, Hey man, you know what essay has to be? Oh man. (laughs) And he's like, what I was like the blade, essay has to be in here and Omar's like how man nothing is all gifts I was like yeah I, know, <laughs> but I feel like you can make it work and like that was that had to be probably the most labor-intensive like yeah. thing I suggested to Omar because I was like you're just gonna have to write in what that gift does man <laughs> like I don't know what else to I don't know what else to tell you but it's too good it's too funny it's too unique and it is too, like, very typical of our voice um, and Omar's voice specifically that to, to not have that be part of the book would have would have would have hurt would have hurt a lot.
3: It was really difficult because then I was like, OK, <laughs> I think I even say in the, the piece, I'm like, all right, yo, look up YouTube, YouTube, this fight scene. All right. A minute 58 forty two, three three minute three,
1: three minute 10. Like, we're, we're doing this scene by
0: scene. <laughs> On the, on the flip side to that, right, Ooh. so books take a long time to write, and you wanted to generate new content for said book. What was the process of selecting this, like, new media that you were introduced to during this time span and, like, incorporating it into the book?
2: That's a good question. Mm. Um, well, we had... Uh, yeah, go ahead.
0: Because
3: uh, I thought, I mean, like, okay, we got the old stuff. Almost, it came a question of, like, well, what are we enjoying now? Like, there's, I mean, some of the stuff that didn't make it in, we had an essay about um uh, Tanjiro and Demon Slayer, like, how he's the best boy. And, we're like, so we wrote, like, Will wrote, uh, we wrote 20, 20 new ones each, right?
2: Yeah, that you was know, our goal. 20, 20
3: each, and we take 10. Like, uh okay, like, the Green Lantern piece made it in, but I had a piece about, like, uh, Sp- I-, I like Spider-Man. And I have a piece about Spider-Man being the best battle rapper at MCU, but I'm like, oh, this is funny, but, like, uh, it, it does. It does not fit the framing of what we're of what we're doing here, like the essays that we have here. Like this one would yeah. be better uh, as opposed to this one. Uh, it, so it, it kind it, it didn't hurt, but it's like ah oh, damn. All right, well maybe when we do the director's cut or something like that, we can like let these out. But uh, I mean, there's stuff we missed, too. Like uh, Tsushima was out by then, and uh, I forgot we were we were doing an interview. And somebody said Tsushima, and we we're like ah oh, damn. Like oh wait, like, what the yeah. hell? Yeah, I didn't think I didn't even think of that. And so yeah, there's still stuff like we miss too. Like.
2: And, and, like, overlap's a real thing, right? And, oh. and redundancy's a real thing. So, for instance, you know, Omar's um, Spider-Man about battle rapper, being best battle rapper isn't in there, but, like, the Spider-Verse essay is in mm-hmm. there, right? And it kind of does some of those similar things. Or, you know, we don't have Tsushima in there, but very much, like, how I imagine that Tsushima essay would have went is similar to how like the horizon zero dawn, you know, our Lord and Saber Aloy mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of a, a essay is right. And so that was one of the things that we kind of looked at, as Omar said, we looked at what we had not, you know, what was current, right. Obviously what was like, what we were feeling at the moment. But what I also think, for instance, like the spider verse came out of, Oh my God, we never wrote about the spider verse. Like how, this, that's impossible that this, that we don't have something <laughs> about the spider verse in here uh, or, or things like that. So I think, some of it was filling in the gaps of things that we hadn't written about yet or just hadn't had the the opportunity and, and definitely some of it was like what are we feeling right now, what's yeah. of interest. And we kind of did like a we did a big kind of wish list, uh, at first, right? Like yeah. just like, Hey, I've been thinking about this, I've been thinking about this. Um, and we'd whittle those lists down and then we we went to writing. And then the other side of it is we finished the writing is like, Okay, does this fit? Does this have a place in this book is this as developed as these other ones. And we kind of did that elimination process after that.
4: So you both have used some words like framing and does it fit with what we're trying to do? And I just want to do all of the like literary critics a favor here. (laughs) What is the author's purpose? What was your goal in this book of like determining what that framing was? What is that framing? How, What were you trying to get across with this particular set of essays?
3: Well, to me, it's. It was a hard, uh, well, for I think Will talked about this a lot too. It's. Uh, we're talking as ourselves, and you're going to be able to pick this up, and you will like. The book. We know the book is great. The book is great, and the problem is just getting it in people's hands. Because once you have it in your hands, it's going to be great. Why is it great? Because you're going to be able to relate to it. You might not get every joke in there or every reference, but you will understand it. And I think that's a good sign of, like, good writing. Like, I don't know exactly what this is, but I understand how they broke this down so I can keep reading and not feel like, um, not feel like this or anything from what I'm reading about. So it's – I mean, and also it's kind of the first book of its kind uh, if we if we, if we keeping it all the way over 9,000 like Vegeta in the later seasons of Dragon Ball Z.
2: So much clarification on because uh, I, I realized yeah because I forgot cause, he said that to about <laughs> Goku and was the him most yet. common nerd reference ever and Omar gave like, like four footnotes to it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Omar was just talking about that Exa- yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's <Self-demonstrated>. it's exactly. <laughs>
3: Just making sure like okay it's like it's it's really the first of its kind. There will be more like it um afterwards. Yeah, but like. This is kind of the first of its kind, and so like making it I think accessible for everyone to read it everyone gets it and we we do that job, but it was it it was a very hard job to do
2: <laughs> yeah i i I'm, I'm in agreement. I think we looked at it from the scope of one like what's what's the best essays we could put in here right like what's what's our best writing, what's our best representative of what we're trying to do? how can we you know to make the book as 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 good as we can? And then, yeah, like we were doing a unique thing, right? We don't often get these books um, that are on big presses anyway that are very much in our voice that are uncompromised by, <laughs> let's, let's call it what it is. It's like the white the, the white gaze is, is this is not for them. So we wanted to be very authentic to our voice and, and to the community that's supported us this whole time. So I think my goal is that this book comes out, that people see themselves in this book, that they see their own voices in this book, and and I'm hoping that it pushes folks to be like, oh, okay, so I don't have to limit this, I don't have to, uh, I don't have to do some some code switching in in mm-hmm. my writing here uh, for it to be palatable or acceptable or, or or reach more people. And so I'm hoping it's a permission for a lot of folks, and and I'm hoping that it's it can be successful in the way that makes. People that are not of the uh, the diaspora, <laughs> or people that are not uh, that don't think that this kind of book can exist. Um, I hope it gives them a different perspective in that way.
1: So the book's been out for a couple weeks now. Cause I think it came out September fourteenth. Is that right?
2: Yeah. Yes, sir.
1: Yeah. So from your perspective, what's the perception been like? Because I've just seen you all all over the internet getting interviewed by everybody and who's anybody and stuff.
0: Getting retreated by Marvel, right? Y'all wild. on the Marvel
1: podcast too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. this been like for y'all? It's been it's been an experience, and, I, and I, I don't I mean not to be super general and vague about it, but I think because it is still ongoing, yeah. we still got a, a lot of pretty high stakes not high stakes but highly reputable like interviews and things that we we still have coming. So. It's been an experience, and and I think for me, if I'm just keeping it, (laughs) if I'm keeping it 9,000 without all the explanations, um, (laughs) that I don't know what it looks like from a very, you know, call it what it is, capitalistic sales perspective. I don't, you know, that's not like, we don't have check-ins with our publisher to see where the sales are at every week or anything like that. Um, But it feels successful. Right. It feels successful in the way that like people are buying the book. People are showing off the book. People are praising the book. You know, the reviews have been very good for it um, and, and wide ranging. <laughs> There's people that reviewed this. And I'm like, I never thought would be checking for us. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's been it's been pretty good and and, and self-affirming. I think uh, that we that's something that we put this much time into. Um, has been reaching so many people, and we just don't know what it's going to look like in you know another two weeks, a month, or whatever. Um, but we are getting a, a, I think a good sign is that like you know we do one interview or we do one show, and then that has spawned us being asked to come and do more things. And I think that's a good sign of success as far as breeding more success or breeding more access or breeding more availability. So. It's been encouraging. It's been encouraging that way.
3: I guess it all depends yeah. on how you like you quantify success. Uh, we've seen, like, I mean, I see good reviews. I'm like, okay, <laughs> nobody's calling this thing, but that's good with me. I'm like, that's that's success <laughs> for me, baby. All right. Um, it's funny because when we first like the early reviews, like Kirkus and. Um, uh, pu- publishers Weekly. I'm not a book guy, man. I read. I, re- I know comic books. I remember Diamond, like I know the Diamond distributors and stuff like that. I know that. So this is a whole different world for me. So you guys remember that Spider the meme from um, Into the Spider-Verse where Peter Parker's thinking and Miles looking around, then he puts his uh, his uh, fist on his chin, think right uh, right next to Peter as he's like like he's thinking too. Every time we got like a oh the Kirkus review. I'm like oh okay fist in my chin like miles i look at i look at will will's like all right this, this is actually really good Omar, because because xyz so will had to explain a bunch of things to me. like oh okay so is, is this you're telling me it's good okay I look, I look at will i'm like will is this is this good or are they just saying it's good what, what's going on
2: yo oh, it was okay. so funny it was so funny because we got a we got a star review from publishers weekly and our publisher shared that with us right the email like hey here's what the reviews coming out next week and this is awesome and i think I don't know who. Re- I think Publishers Weekly gave us our first reviews. Either yeah. them or Kirkus. Was, they were pretty close to each mm-hmm. other, and the publisher we get that email. And Omar's response was just like, "Oh, cool, cool." And like it was like very muted. So I hit Omar up on the side, like, "Hey, man. Like, I just want to let you know. Like, that's that's a big deal." He's like, "Oh, god. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know, man. <laughs> I don't I didn't I know, know,
3: man. I don't, <laughs> Stan from Publishers Weekly. I don't. I don't what." <laughs> Where is it? I know IGN. I know AIPT. Your word is
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> so I have so many more questions, and I feel like we probably all do, but I'm also looking at the time and seeing where we're at. So, what are your last thoughts that you want to share with our audience? Maybe where does it go from here? And then we'll we'll. Yeah. Wrap it up there, at least for now. I mean, be our, also, our second
2: interview. The series. I think what's next is that we're just gonna. I have, you know, I've had books come out before, and I've had, you know, been involved in productions and things. And this is this is the most publicized piece of art I've created, right? And so I'm just writing it. I'm just writing it. I'm just gonna keep putting effort into being out there and being available. And so I'm looking forward to having people you know share their experience with us about the book right like what resonates with them what they what they enjoyed um you know and also even though it sounds like it's something to be annoying I'm also interested in what people are just like oh I can't believe you didn't cover this I can't believe you didn't cover that what um I am though because it it gives you it gives me an appetite for what else is out there and what else Mm. can be explored and it also means that you know the other side of it is it also means that people want to hear more in your voice okay right um you know <laughs> if there's if there's if there's a writer i don't like then i'm not asking them to write about something i care about right <laughs> so um so i i think when we do get those comments about oh man i wish y'all tackled this i wish y'all tackled that um which we used to get on the site all the yeah, time that's what I, um, Yeah, i can tell you it's a tv recapper and it used to drive me crazy but mm-hmm. then like The realization came to me. It's like, oh, no, they actually want to hear more from me about something that they care about. And that's that's a kind of trust um, that I don't I try not to take for granted anymore. So I'm just I'm just happy about the book still being in the world and still moving throughout the world and and, and new people getting their hands on it.
3: I mean, it's hot in here now uh <laughs> not, my answer with mirror uh wills i've never i've never done anything like like this before um so it's like oh i mean just enjoying it and i hope people keep enjoying it looking to the future i'm like man this this thing is going to be taught in the in the school classroom somewhere a high school a college somewhere like that I, I i know that is a fact so, uh like that that has to happen but yeah just i it's 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 still kind of surreal. You know? <laughs> it's, it's still really. I sent my father a, a, a copy last week, and I signed it. And I was like, "Oh, i was like maybe I'll get off my back about getting a government job now." I think that's what. <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> you know. <so. laughs> can Can I also say, and Omar alluded to this in that, you know, I, I want more books like this to come out. Yeah. Because. You know, I've said this a couple times, although I, I think I've had to at least be conscious of what shows or interviews I was saying them in. Mm-hmm. But like right now, as we speak, there is a 38 year old white woman in Topeka, Kansas, with two children who used to teach but just signed, like, a six-figure deal for, like, a, you know, a 3A y, 3YA three novel series, right, that no one will ever read. Mm-hmm. And, like, those deals happen every single day. They happen every single day um, because they're, you know, you want to call them in vogue or marketable or whatever. Uh, and we are just, in, in, like, let's also be clear. Omar and I's experience has been pretty good. I don't even know if we can call our experience in terms of with our publisher typical or not. Um, but publishing on the whole is kind of a mess and it's mm. especially a mess for marginalized voices. And so what was interesting to me is that the fact that Simon and Schuster, you know, slash gallery wanted this book and also wanted this book on our terms, right? This wasn't a situation in which they were like, well, we like this book. And then we start sending stuff and they're like, yeah, I don't know if you can say the N word in here. I don't know if, um, you know, you, man, you talk about white people a lot. (laughs) Like we didn't, we didn't get those notes and and we were pretty upfront in the very beginning of saying like, okay, we can do this, but it, it has to be our thing. Um, it has to be us and it can't, come through as someone else's voice so I say all that to say I'm hoping that this is a gateway for more opportunities for folks from our community um, because I think there's a very stilted idea of books and what can be published and what people are willing to invest in to be published and I'm hoping that this can expand that a little bit
4: well thank you so much for joining Mm -hmm. us our first interviewees ever, Will Evans and Omar Holman, thank you for Being here and the book is Black Nerd Problems, go get it. I don't think it's available on iTunes, (laughs) which is always like my RuPaul go-to, but you can get it in bookstores. So go get a real book and be able to flip through the pages, and that will be very cool and fun. And if you want to hear us talk about these topics or anything else, if you want us to interview more people, let us know. Tweet us at Black Nerd Problems with the hashtag TWINN. That was This Week in Nerd News, Black Nerd Problem News. Tune in next week for more pop culture updates. I've been your host, Victoria Vertine.
1: I've been
0: your host, Keith Wee Cleveland. I've been your surprise host, Mikkel Snyder, here to also say there's an audiobook available as well if you want to listen to these wonderful uh, authors, read their own essays.
4: Maybe is it available on iTunes? Do I get to say that?
0: I've bought it three times, but not on iTunes yet, so I don't know. In any case, uh, I would also just like to thank the Carosino Crows, um, because now I have this wonderful illustration <laughs> from for o- O'Neill Jones yeah. uh, of the team, thanks to Omo writing a Haikyuu essay.
4: Many haiku conversations. So many. But thanks for joining us, and remember to like, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Bye, everyone.